Welcome back. This is Still Evolving. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Andy. Hello, fellow evolvers. Uh, so what's going on in your life? I'm probably same things as most people as we make decisions in our life, trying to figure out what is the best decision for us. Let me tell you a little story. As I have gone through my life, probably within the last year, having gone through a divorce, had a lot of surgeries, lost my mom. Um, between my surgery at the time, I was dealing with an alcoholic husband who was also having surgery. And my father was all, had almost died a couple of times. He was having surgery. So I was doing a lot of caretaking, driving from, uh, I, I lived in Hillsboro, which is outside of uh, Portland, Oregon, driving down to Eugene where my father lives. So that's a couple hours away. It's really spreading myself thin. And we do that a lot. You know, we want to take care of everybody and we end up spreading ourselves thin. And then as time goes on, especially if it's just like, boom, boom, year after year, you're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of maybe you have kids or your parents or some other loved one. Um, or you're just one of those people that loves to take care of everybody, whether it's, you know, your neighbors, um, you go to a, a, a groups or people, I mean, wh wherever, it could be anywhere and everywhere. And we find that we give so much that by the end of huh, five, six years, because I mean, it can happen. We can really end up getting, doing this for a long time. We have nothing left. And that's what happened to me. And that's why when I get, got it to a point where I realized I had a divorce, I just had toxicity everywhere. And so getting rid of all of those types of things, the decision for me to get a divorce, those were all great things. Now I had to move. I had to, I didn't have to, but I chose to buy a house. I um, really put it out there to the universe. I literally used the soundtrack Hamilton to find my house. I know it sounds strange, but I, I really believe music is the key to life. <laughs> it's not the first time I've used music to make big decisions in my life, but I, I have no doubt that this was my home. So what I want to talk about is when we make big decisions in our lives, especially after we've had a lot of trauma and we're already in a really down place and we've made a decision and the decision that we've made, because we have no doubt that that's the right place to be. We end up in a spot like me. I ended up in this house. And it is, can be very overwhelming because I bought two acres, but that's not necessarily everything that has made it so overwhelming. It was the people, when I moved into the house, the people left a bunch of their own stuff here and they left a bed, they left furniture, they left silverware, stuff in the kitchen. They left, I mean, they still left candle holders up on the walls they didn't hold up to the things that they were supposed to say that were fixed in the house. And so, and then when my husband and I got divorced, even though we were still living together four months after we'd been divorced, he was kind of like a hoarder. He left a bunch of stuff. I went from over 2,300 square foot house to a house that was a little over a thousand square foot. Yes, I did have, I have a little shop area. That's probably not quite the same size. The house was really a large area but my husband left all kinds of stuff. So here I am left with stuff and I know what, what, you know what it's like. You've gone through a bad time. You've made decisions and all of a sudden you feel like you're left with everybody else's shit that's sort of piled on you. 
and you think, how in the hell did I get here? Well, yeah, I got here because I made a series of bad choices. Now, I was in a really bad spot. And so one reason why I made a lot of bad choices. So I am not going to, well, I am beating myself up for it. I am learning not to beat myself up for it. And I will say that it is difficult sometimes when you have uh, people in your lives who remind you that maybe you made it a bad choice only because it would be a bad choice for them. Okay. So just because of it's a bad choice for somebody else. And just because you might be feeling overwhelmed at the time still doesn't mean at the end of the day that it doesn't, that it is not the right decision. Uh, let me see if I can continue to explain this. So went through all this trauma again. So hopefully I can keep up with my bad storytelling. Um, I'm feeling empty. I, I moved to a, a spot. I'm having to take a bunch of other shit that my husband left. Plus I'm, move into a place where there's a bunch of shit. I literally for like over a week could barely go from one room to the, the next. I could walk into my kitchen and that was it. They left and I, I asked them not to, to, to take, because I already had a washer and dryer and a refrigerator and all that. They left that anyway because they couldn't sell it. They sold the things in the house that were worth money. There was like a, a, a um, in the dining room area, it was a stained glass light fixture and they sold that there was a gentleman's closet they couldn't sell it so they put it back in the house they put a murphy bed up they to cover up holes in the walls i mean they did some really shady things so you know again that's why this house is overwhelming i bought this for, for many other reasons it had everything that i wanted it was for the most part in a place that i wanted it was a place i could afford too and that's huge especially in oregon because that's not easy so, you know, there were a lot of things that made me say, yes, I made a right decision. And there were a lot of things that when I moved in, you, I go, what the hell? Now, it wasn't my decision to leave these things back behind. And so now it, it's been some time before I could figure out what to do again. I had to have another. I lived here for less than a year in my bowel telescope. So I became, you know, or I couldn't do a lot of things I wanted to. And then I ended up having surgery um the beginning of january so i you know and an abdominal surgery so and they had to cut me wide open because they've had to do that before so i was physically not able to do things then it didn't heal right because i got a staph infection so that just prolonged my healing and me having the ability to do a lot of things for quite some time and it was in late may i finally started doing things in the meantime i i just you know i wasn't thinking I, my brain was tapped out. When I got a divorce, I barely weighed over a hundred pounds because I was trying to just starve myself to death. I just didn't want to, everything was too much. I just, I wasn't eating. I wasn't taking care of myself in that way. So I, I think when I did buy this house, I think I did weigh a hundred and I don't know, I, I weighed 114, 13 pounds. I didn't weigh much for me. And I'm like five, six. So I, then that's not a healthy weight. So my brain wasn't, literally wasn't functioning because I didn't have the nutrition going on. So now that my brain is functioning better, now that I've healed up from the surgery, I'm still not taking my care of myself the way that I should be. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be somebody that I'm not because it's not easy. It's just not. If you are where I am, it's okay to be where we are. It's okay to look at it and go, aha, I still need to make more change, but change is so hard. And if you've already been through a lot of change, you can only take so much and you get to a point where you're just like, ah, stop. 
And that's kind of where I am because while this place that I live, I love, and the people that lived here didn't take care of it properly. They let blackberry bushes take over. The, the person that owned it for 20 years was a landscaper and really knew what he was doing, gardening. So the people that lived here were permaculturists and they planted, you know, things that in the wrong spots and they didn't prune and they didn't take care of the blackberry bushes would have overrun some of the property anyway. So, you know, you look outside and everybody goes, oh, it looks like a lot of work. Yes, it is. But to me, being outside and doing that work is very healing. So while, yeah, that might be very overwhelming to a lot of people, and it is, I love every minute of it. I love every minute of getting my hands dirty. I love every minute of coming in and being sore because I was working so hard. You know, I, I may be scratched up with blackberry bush bushes and especially around my ankles if I don't wear socks or something to cover up the lower parts because those vines and babies, they get right around and they grab a hold. They're nasty. Pain. That's why I'm trying to get rid of them. Well, that I just, you know, don't need them. But the beautiful thing is, is that I'm cutting back the property you know, just like in life, things are overwhelming. But as we continue to cut back and change and, and do the things that we, we know are going to be good for us in the long run, I'm finding other beautiful things underneath it. These beautiful like rock retain, retaining type walls and uh, stone pathways. These people put bark and chip wood over stone pathways. Well, they liked wood better than stone. I'm like, are you nuts? Yes. Granted, to each his own. I get that. But come on really and there a limit to some of it seriously so that's why you know as i uncover more it becomes uh, overwhelming and then i went back and i did some things with the inspector and he felt bad because there's a lot of stuff he missed and so he gave me some money back and apologized i've been trying to deal with the the agent because you know i had a bat problem and they're like, well, you said you like bats. I'm like, well, I do like bats. I didn't know the bats were inside my house and I'm not a bat expert. Why didn't we have somebody out here to find out how bad it was? That's a $2,400 problem. So you see, it was these things. It was things that, that, that because my mind wasn't in the right place. So I wasn't able to think. And I don't like to think that I'm a victim, but other people did a shitty job too. I mean, the fact that the inspector admitted he did a bad job and it was other people telling me your inspector did a bad job. A lot of other workers that were coming and fixing these things, finding these problems, friends, I, you know, some of it myself. But when you have experts saying it and then you go back and so when the inspector says, yeah, I did a bad job. You know, everybody says, well, your real estate, you know, agent, blah, 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 should have done this. And then, you know, again, my mind wasn't in it. So now that I'm coming out of it, I'm learning more. And that's OK, because education and the fact that if you learn more, that's always you can never know too much. You can never learn too much. That's always a good thing. So I'm figuring out, you know, oh, these people should have completely taken everything out of the house. Yes, there was a time when I said, yeah, you can leave that and you can leave that. They totally took advantage. And when I talked to my real estate agent, you know, the people that owned this house before up and moved to Costa Rica and it was the tenants that left the stuff. And so she was like, well, there's nothing you can do. We didn't know where these people went. Well, come to find out that's not necessarily true. So again, everything becomes overwhelming and it's overwhelming when you see that other people didn't hold up their end of the bargain. So how is that my fault, your fault, anybody else's? It's not, but how do we deal with that is where I'm going with this. So, you know, a lot of times people are, will say to me, well, just sell that house. If it's just too overwhelming, Andy, just sell it, get rid of it. 
well, I haven't even lived here. Well, I lived here a year. If it were only that easy. Yes, sure. Of course I could. Yeah, absolutely. There, it's a choice. I could sell this house financially it'd be a horrible decision. And that would be overwhelming. Where would I go? I'd have to buy another place. So, you know, yeah. Wouldn't that be great if we could always just find that things are too overwhelming and just choose and avoid everything that's rough and tough in life? But we can't. Especially when we're talking about doing it uh, from an emotional standpoint. When we're so tapped out like I've been, and I'm still not where I need to be. My brain's still trying to figure out how to function a little bit better. So how is it, you know, people say, oh, this house is overwhelming. You should probably get rid of it. How is that a good decision? First of all, they ain't paying my bills and it's not their house. And, you know, so what if I'm, you know, here's an idea. Maybe offer to help rather than tell me to sell my house. Why not find a way to help me rather than, you know, just oh, get rid of it. Man, wouldn't that be great if we could just get rid of that? I don't have kids, but I know that there are times that my parents sure would have liked to have gotten rid of me and the things that I did when I, you know, was still under the age of 18 living in the roof. But was that an option? Not necessarily. I mean, I wasn't like the worst kid, but, you know, like a lot of kids, I had a bit of a smart mouth on me and stuff. And I didn't always hang out with the best people. They always like my friends. But that's not how life works. You know, I'm learning to deal with the things that I have and how to deal with tough times uh, because it's just not yes it is a choice but i don't think when people say these things that they are always thinking about the difficulty and how overwhelming that it, that it would be to just get rid of something just to sell something whether it be the house uh ending a relationship i would say is 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 still tough but why are we, you know, what's the reason of, of why, why, why would be, we be ending it? Why are we trying to just uh, get rid of something that's overwhelming or, or we think a relationship's just too hard, whatever it is, you know, wouldn't that be great just to be able to avoid all those things? Wouldn't it be great to just sell or donate, whatever it is, just to get rid of all that. Now I'm, Please do not, <laughs> I'm not saying at all that we don't have choices in our lives. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we have to learn how to deal with these hard things because they we can't avoid them. You know, just like the people leaving the stuff in this house, they weren't supposed to do that. I didn't make that choice. They made that choice. Now the choice is how I respond to that. What do I do with that? That's what uh, it, it it comes down to um, because it, it's just an illusion really to think that we can avoid struggles. I, I really think that it would be great, but through our choices, things happen. And sometimes things happen even when it's not our choice. So mm, I've just wrote some things down that I'm trying to read here. Sorry if I feel it, it seems like I sort of got scattered there for a second. Um, so when you look, oh, this is was my other point. So, you know, yes, I'm, I'm looking at these things. I'm saying, oh, this house was overwhelming. I'm not trying to throw a pity party. Yes, it's a lot of work. Yes, I, I live farther away from town. So that makes things more difficult. Sure, if I have another surgery, it's everything is harder. Finding anybody to work on the house is harder because I'm 30, depending on, 
I'm, I'm a good 40 minutes away from town, uh, 40 to 50, depending on, because I'm outside of Eugene Springfield area and I live in a rural area and a lot of people don't want to come up here because there's not a lot of business plus the time travel. So yes, things are harder, but I can't not do what I want. I can't not do what I, it makes my heart sing because it's hard. Because if you want what really makes your heart sing, it should be hard. They say, right? Isn't that what they tell us? You got to work for it. So yeah, whenever you work for something and you want something, of course it can be overwhelming, but that doesn't mean you stop doing it. Yeah, it gets irritating when people say, oh, well, it's just too hard. Don't do it. Well, you think Kobe Bryant became a great basketball player because there were times it was too hard. What would happen if he just would have stopped because it was too hard or maybe at times things that were going on in his life, pressure, stress, everything, it just became overwhelming. What about these people? We see these people that we admire. I use basketball player. I don't know why, I guess, because he's famous. Anybody in life, whether it be, look at anybody in, in your life, whether it be somebody famous or just somebody that you admire personally. And look at where they are. Did they get there by avoiding everything that was hard in life? Probably not. I mean, how do you get there if you don't know how to deal with those things? And then what happens if you say, well, I'm just going to cut those things out. All these things are overwhelming. So I'm going to get rid of this or I'm going to, I'll just use my house. I'm going to sell this house. Well, then I have to deal with the fact that it's, more overwhelming because I'm beating myself up because I keep making bad decisions. Oh, that was a bad decision. Oh, well, then is this a bad decision? Then you stop trusting yourself. You lose confidence in yourself. Of course, we make bad decisions. Of course, it's okay. Let's say you, I don't, you, you buy, you, I'll say a house and you are one person and maybe you did look at this. Maybe you, this wasn't exactly what, what you wanted me I could look at this and say it's too overwhelming I absolutely could sell it but I know me enough to know that I would beat myself up even more so don't think that you can avoid everything tough in your life step back when things get really rough and you think things are out of control when you are so overwhelmed you find that you are more upset, more sad, more angry, more whatever than you are at peace. But do it when you can get at a place when you are more at peace. Then take a look at it. It's really, I, I highly recommend, and I have found this so true in my life, if I can step back from my emotions, I, I call it going Spock, like isn't Spock from Star Trek? If you don't watch Star Trek or haven't watched Star Trek, you should. And I think the next generation is better. I don't want to argue about it. That's just my, well, it's the truth. <laughs> okay. I, I love it. And, and I love that because they go from a place of logic. Spock steps back. Well, he is all logic. And that can also, but he was part human. I don't want to get in the nerd part of that. Anyway, so, you know, step back from things, look at things from a logical point, write it down. Writing things down is great. So that way you can really look at it, take time. And then, you can add some emotion in then is when you can say, okay, because of a, B and C, these things really bring on a lot more of frustration or anxiety or whatever. 
So, okay, what would we need to do to make that change? So if I decide I'm, I'm going to choose to make a change, I'm just using my house as an example. I'm going to sell this house because it's too overwhelming. Okay, then let me look at that logically. What would be the steps that I have to take to do all that? You know, I'd have to, obviously there's, you know, the financial part. The house would probably sell pretty quickly. I don't know. It, uh, a year ago, it took a month to sell. So, you know, it might take a month. Then, you know, I got got to find a place to live, buy, sell. There's all these things that come into play. So you write those things down and then look at what kind of emotions do does that bring up for me? Because I have moved so many times. So for me, I don't want to move. I moved like seven times in, oh, like four, three or four years or something. Because I, I was living in. Like Colorado, and then I moved to Arizona. I lived there for a couple of years, moved to Oregon for eight months, moved back to Arizona for four months, came back to Oregon. But in the time when I was moving from state to state, I was having to move from place to place because we find a place, you know, because sometimes uh, the company that my husband was working for would allow us to give us housing for like a, a month or so. So we'd live there for like a month. We didn't have it. So anyway, so there's a lot of moves. So for me, that goes into my decision making. Moving, they say, is as worse as death. And I'm telling you, it's true. It is true, true, true. That is the truth. Moving is so stressful. So for me, moving is far more overwhelming than dealing with two acres of a house that has been let go for a bit. You know, the problems have been fixed. Now that things are finally starting to settle in and I'm kind of getting a hold on things, things are going to calm down for me. And that's the other thing that for me I had to look at. Just because everything is overwhelming for you right now doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. It might. But again, if we write those things down and we look at it logically, you know, we can kind of because we can't always plan. You know, there's that what they say um, you make plans and God laughs or the universe laughs because, yeah, shit happens. We can't plan for that. We can't avoid it. It just happens how we deal with it, how we respond to it. That's important. So my, my I want to give advice, but I guess I kind of am like, I, I just want to share what I've learned. So I, maybe this is advice. Really take a look at what's going on when you're feeling overwhelmed from a more or detached from your emotions type of a spot. And then take a look at, you know, what's worse. And then if you need to make a change, do it. Just do it. It's okay to make changes. It's just sometimes when you've done a lot, it becomes so overwhelming that it's easy to make bad, another bad decision from an extremely emotional point of view. That's why they say, you know, don't emotionally buy things. You know, you go to a car dealership. Mm, they love it when you fall in love with a car. Because emotional selling, and I was in sales for a while, emotional selling is one of the best ways to sell because people buy emotionally and they fall in love with that car. Or they fall in love with the house or a piece of clothing. You know, that's the best way to sell somebody that. And if you sell somebody off of fear, oh, you need to buy this right now. So, you know, if you're in a state of fear, in a state of lack, in a state of, you know, overwhelmingly love, <laughs> take a second, just take a breath, 
step back for a moment and go, okay, what's really going on and, and try to look at it. So then that way I think you can make the better decision for yourself. That's what I'm learning to do as I, I ever continue to evolve in this process. So those are my thoughts for today. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to eventually get some YouTube stuff going, but I'm kind of self-conscious about the way I look, you know, because when I wake up in the morning, I'm not one to just all get ready, put my put makeup on. And, and I don't know that I wear a lot of makeup, but I'm a little self-conscious about that for right now. And hopefully I'll get there. That's one of the things I'm learning to evolve to do is get confidence. And that's something that I can talk about on another another day is how I'm learning to gain confidence. Confidence I had, confidence that's lost. And uh, maybe regaining new confidence. I've gone off on a tangent. So anyway, don't be overwhelmed so much. Don't take... Take some deep breaths, do some jumping jacks, go get some exercise, get some fresh air, do what you need to do to kind of settle yourself down so you can get more of a place of logic so you're not feeling quite so overwhelmed and just find a way to do it for an hour. Okay, give yourself permission to do that. You can, you can choose to do that. All right. Until then, evolvers, you just keep on still evolving. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Make it a great day. Bye.